Jesus Christ wasn't selfish. I want you to get this. That from the very mindset to come in the form of a man, that whole mindset and thought pattern was unselfish. From making that decision, his motive was to become like you and I. So his exaltation to become one who has the name that is above every other name is not for him only. It's not for him only. Paul's name was known. So he came to be like you in your most lonely position so that when he's exalted, he takes you to be exalted with him. He causes you to bear the name that he bears. This is the mind of Christ. And this is why as believers, we must have this mind that when I'm coming to you, to minister to you, I'm not coming to you as someone who considers himself all that. I'm coming to you as one who is like you, knowing that we are part of a union that exalts us both to sit in heavenly places with God. Knowing that you and I are bearers of the name and carriers of the name that is above every other name. Jesus Christ was not selfish in this. From thinking to come and become like you and I, to being exalted to the highest rank in all of the spirit realms, it was to take you and I to also become people who are exalted in that very way. So what say you? At this point, what say you? Because today you may be having a hard time like Jesus. You may be having a hard time in the flesh like Jesus did. You may be faced with several options, like options that Satan was providing for him. You may not see the devil physically come tell you, bow to me and I will give you all of this. You might not see that happen, but you are going through that. Have you allowed the thoughts of your mind or wonder sometimes some voices of demonic spirits telling you possibilities of what you will be if you would compromise? Do not be so taken by the things of this earth. Let this mind of Christ be in you that you choose to surrender yourself to God's will and see everyone in the way God sees them in their image. Don't think too highly about yourself. Don't get all puffed up. It's the way of Satan. It was the same thing he felt when he was the anointed cherub in heaven. You read that in Ezekiel 28. And all of a sudden, he started feeling puffed up and wanted to be God. Jesus Christ, who was God, even when he became a human, did not feel that he was losing his position. He chose humility. You and I are to choose humility. Don't seek validation from the world. I want to be like this one. I want to have what this one has. This is not to say don't pursue excellence in what you do. You get the rewards of excellence. There are blessings from God. But be careful. Be careful because remember, Jesus was still God. He had everything. The scripture said that if he needed to call angels, he would call angels to come at his disposal. But he chose to come. Scripture says in Matthew 8, 20, foxes have holes. Birds have nests, but the Son of Man has nowhere to lay his head. He chose that. He could have as well had mansions. And if there were jet planes in those days, he could have had them. But he chose this. 
the lowliest of us will know that it's not all about the things of the flesh because that is what the devil will offer to you. And when you start pursuing them, you have bowed down. So many of us are bowing down to Satan right now, but we do not know because he hasn't come to us physically. And that's why we go to court and we keep repenting of these things. And we begin to ask that, Lord, give me your mind. I want this mind of Christ to be in me. Take me from this place of loneliness in the earth for me to see my exalted position. I will not stand on the mountain. I will not stand and look around all these worldly things and begin to desire them without focusing. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all things will be added unto you. So if you can't see that Jesus took you to sit with him today, you are well on your way to that exalted position. If you can't see that you have the ability to have this mind of Christ and live on the earth as Jesus Christ did, and that as a spirit being, you must consider when you are drawn to yield to pressures, be aware and continue to ask the Lord, display your ways in me, display me for your kingdom. Tell him, I am the bearer of your name. This name is not a magic wand. And that's what the sons of Sceva were doing. They thought by just calling the name like that. No, it doesn't happen that way. It doesn't become powerful in a powerless life. You must come into union with the Lord Jesus to effectively use this name. Today, God wants us to effectively use this name. Let us not be so caught up in the things of the earth. God wants us to effectively use this name and to cast out devils and to Pull down the powers that be. We are the bearers of the name upon which every knee will bow. We are the bearers of the name. What are we doing with this great power that has been entrusted into our hands? You say, Father, I will no longer look to the earth and lose the very essence of who I am. The demonic kingdom will become slaves to you when you choose to bear the name they bow to. Engage God in purity with all your heart and choose to have this mind. Especially now as we meditate on every pain he went through. See yourself worthy of all that. And begin to carry this name. Make a choice to carry this name. In the mighty name of Jesus, Father, we submit to the greatest authority of all. We thank you, Jesus, because you took every pain, every suffering, every debasement. You did that all for me to bear your name. Today, Lord, we come as bearers of your name. We refuse to just sit down and look from an earthly mountain, from an earthly perspective and begin to amass earthly splendor, earthly names and walk foolishly, not knowing that there's so much power available to us in the name of Jesus that we ought to be using to pull down principalities and powers. So Lord, every veil that has blocked our sight, every suffering and earthly engagements that have blocked this knowledge and this understanding that we are supposed to walk this earth bearing the name of Jesus and pulling down kingdoms and seeing authorities bowing at the name of Jesus. We have neglected our position and we have become so caught up with the splendors of day-to-day -day life. Father, Father, draw our hearts back to you. Jesus, let
let this mind of yours be in us. Let us be selfless in our pursuit of your kingdom. Let us understand the assignment. Let us understand the calling that we can rise up as a multitude of people, powerful women here in this study, powerful men here in this study who recognize that this name is ours to use, that this name was given to us so that principalities and powers will bow to the name of Jesus. We ask that we will bear this name and carry it rightly and establish your purposes on the earth. We ask, oh God, that wherever there's darkness, we come and we speak light in the name of Jesus. We ask that in a place of brokenness and demonic intimidation, we will break those strongholds of anxiety and depression and oppression and trauma. All those things that have created an atmosphere of demonic oppression. Father, we understand that we are the bearers of the name. So we no longer operate in the flesh. We are no longer carried away by the offerings of the demonic realm. We understand the assignment and now we choose to make sure that every spirit that encounters us will see that we bear the name of Jesus and we command them in the name of Jesus to bow, sickness bow, infirmity bow and everything that bows that has the ability to kneel in the name of Jesus we have come and we recognize that we are no longer ordinary, we are the carriers and the bearers of the name of Jesus we thank you Jesus for you found us worthy. May we not fail you. May we not disappoint you. May we not have walked all this while. Bearing earthly names and living in earthly debased, meaningless, empty lives and yielding after one pleasure to the other, yielding after one earthly desire to the other. May we not have lived without understanding that we are the carriers of the name to see thrones dethroned at the mention of the name of Jesus. May we see of God established in many lives at the mention of Jesus. May this be our sole purpose. May this mind of Christ be in us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Powerful, powerful, powerful. Amen. Amen. The name wasn't given for later when you go to heaven. It was given for now, for you to bear it. How are you going to bear this name now? And that in doing things in his name, we should do it the way he did. So he wasn't pumped up with him. I mean, it's just, uh, or grandeur or anything like that. Yes. He did it with humility and then and let that speak for his grandness. And we should be able to do it that way. Amen. Amen. Yes. Beautiful, Kim. Beautiful. How can you apply it now? What What decision are you making now? Humility in every circumstances, because we are going to be challenged every day. But yes. Just, you know, knowing who we are in Christ. Amen. He was. Amen. When we feel puffed up, when we look at that person and we feel that, oh, they are less than us, we quickly repent of that and humble ourselves and do something beautiful for that person and bring Jesus into the picture. Love. Yes. Yes. Amen. How do you carry that name in the spirit though? How do you carry that name in the spirit? 
you're thinking all these things, you're looking at your life and you're thinking that this is how things are going to end wrongly for you. How do you carry that name? You, I want you to begin to rise up in authority. In the name of Jesus, that false thought, I command you to bow. That picture you're showing me of devastation, that picture you're showing me of pain, I command you, you are a spirit and you will bow in the name of Jesus. I will not entertain you. So you're not, basically, I'm not going to entertain any negative thoughts. No, they are spirits. The devil will not come physically to you. That is him coming to you. I am so excited about my book, Spirit, Spirit, Spirit. God is amazing. I can go on and on and think about what the Lord has done so far. But, you know, I just wanted to get on here and thank you so much for all the, <laughs> the support. And thank you for all the feedback I've been getting. Thank you for purchasing this book and buying for loved ones. Some of you bought like seven copies. Some of you bought like five copies. I am so delighted. God wants us to not only stay on the outskirts, and say, hey, come, come here, come here. He wants us in his kingdom realm with him. He wants to show us heaven. When Jesus Christ tore the veil, when he died and he took us into heaven, he seated us in heavenly places with God. So right now we are in that seated position. <laughs> it is just an endless life of growing our spirit man. So I found out that when Adam and God were interacting in the beginning, it was all about a spiritual interaction. So he made you and I to have a spiritual interaction consistently. What stopped that? What took us away from that? This is all and so much more you will encounter in Spirit, Spirit, Spirit. So I want you right now, I want to encourage you. Go for it. Go grab your copy. Please grab your copy. Tell me about it. Tell me what the Lord is already doing in your life. Tell me what the Lord is doing in the life of the loved one you will also buy the copy for. I encourage you to give the gift of the Spirit.